Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. America. What's up? How's everything going? Um, we are still waiting on a Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Uh, the jury did not reach a decision or a verdict uh, yesterday, and they are to begin day two of deliberation in about 30 minutes from us filming this show. I don't so, know what they're deliberating. Huh? I don't know what they're deliberating. Well, it has to be unanimous, man. Yeah. You know, and there's you know, anytime you got, anytime you got four or more people, much less twelve, there's going to be one moron. Yeah. in the group. So who knows? Um, we'll get into what that means. I've got some interesting info on, like statistically, what uh, long deliberations from jurors mean and things like that. Uh, and you have our commitment that if after this episode airs today. Uh, say they come to a verdict today, we will do an emergency uh, reaction to the verdict, whatever it may be. But until then, we got the show to do and we got bills to pay. Right. So here we go. Um, I I caved yesterday to the uh, childish ways of my wife and we put up Christmas yesterday. Nice. Um, it is, what's today's date? <laughs> You're American. It is November 17th. That's about right. And it's about right. Uh, it, man, it, when I grew up, it was you the day after Thanksgiving yeah. is, is when you when you decorated for Christmas. Right. Um, but because we travel as much as we do now and we're all over the place, uh, a lot of times we just don't get to enjoy the Christmas tree and decorations very much like especially two years ago, man, uh, before COVID, I think we spent a total of three days in the house Dang. like and and that like the vast majority of that was Christmas Day mm -hmm. uh, because we were just traveling so much. And so uh, my wife now has made it to where it's just an understood that we have to. I don't know. Uh, decorate for Christmas. I like it. I'm in, a big Christmas guy. In the middle of November, I am too. Like I don't, I don't mind per se, but it clutters the house. Like the house gets smaller. Yeah. With everything out all the time, and so anyway, it's a lot easier for the house to be feel dirty, I guess, mm -hmm. or unorganized. Dirty is the wrong word. Cluttered. Or, un or yeah, cluttered. And so you know, I'm I'm kind of a minimalist. Like we don't have a lot of things on the walls and all this other kind of stuff, and yeah, because I I don't care, <laughs> and and so you know why do I need a picture? I was there anyway. All right, the point. Uh, moving forward, we got a lot of things to talk about. So everybody knows that Twitter 
I found this article to be interesting. Everybody knows that Twitter is a cesspool for the worst people in America. But a new study by The Hill, of all people, says that 25% of adult Twitter users are responsible for 97% of the post. I found that really interesting. Twitter is my most hated social media platform. I hate Twitter. I do. I really hate it because Twitter, the whole purpose of Twitter was for people to, in real time, be able to express what they're thinking and what they're feeling, right? So it, on its basis, it allowed people, we all are human. We all know that on any given moment of any given second of any given time, we've got some weird crap going around in our head, right? Oh, yeah. We also have these filters to where whatever ridiculous nonsense goes on in our head most of us anyway, it passes through a filter before it comes out of our mouth and we say, you know, I probably actually say 10% of what goes on in my mind. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Twitter said, you know what we want to hear? We want to hear that other 90% of stuff that's going on in your head. Mm -hmm. um, and so this is a very interesting thing. So all these trolls, all these everything that you see on Twitter just spewing these vile just ridiculous nonsense. It's only 25% of the people that are actually on Twitter that are doing all of the uh, ridiculous stuff. I thought that that was interesting. Yeah, I, I guess I can <clears throat> believe it. I mean, a lot of people just get on there to, to look. <clears throat> the study uh, found 60% of Republican Twitter users believe the site is bad for democracy compared with 28% of Democrats. I agree. Mm. I literally, what I just said... I didn't even know that was in this article. Jake scrolled down to the bottom of it. Uh, but that it goes with what I said, right? Like we talked about it yesterday with the jury and all this stuff. We're going to talk about that more today too. Twitter and things like that is responsible for intimidation of our judicial system yeah. uh, across the board. Um, even in the political world and things like that, everything has changed. It used to be you used to run local ads against your opponent and all this stuff to, to to taint them in the community. But now you just ruin them nationwide, even right? Even if it's a president. Yeah, even if it's a president. Um. Anyway, okay, moving on. This is going to be uh, the weird things in the news section. All right, another example of getting your kids out of school. Now, this is uh, college, but either way, same premise. This mm -hmm. is the New York Post. A uh, professor is placed on leave after saying sexual attractions to kids is not always immoral. Mm -hmm. I saw that. That was so disgusting. Let's uh, let's read this here. A Virginia, go figure. A Virginia university has placed an assistant professor on administrative leave. I wonder if that's paid leave. Probably. Again, why? Uh, right there. Hang on, let's read just a little bit more. I, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a read here. Uh, sparked heated back. Uh, placed him on leave after the educator sparked heated backlash for saying it isn't necessarily immoral for adults to be sexually attracted to children. Allen with a Y. Aline. Aline. I don't know. He looks like he identifies. It's a dude, though. Yeah. Um. So, okay, fine. Aline Walker, who teaches sociology and criminal justice at Old Dominion University, made the controversial comment while discussing minor attracted persons and pedophiles during a November 8 interview with uh, 
the Prostatia Foundation? What is that? Google that. What is the Prostatia Foundation? Just hold on. We got to search this. Prostatia. There it is. What is this? What is this place? It's got a tree as a logo. Learn more, I guess. Uh, Re-traumatization and cultural context. Hold on. What? 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 What is? Go. Go up. Go up. Go to about us or something. Like where You're is? Saying like people who've had trauma do things like be a pedophile. Survivor trauma treatment without re-traumatization. Okay, so it's a trauma treatment group. Prote- up protecting children by upholding the rights and freedoms of all. Uh, we are. Can't even zoom in. It's the stupid website. Okay, we are child. We are a child protection organization that combines our zero tolerance of child sexual abuse with, with our commitment to human and civil rights and sex, sex positivity. positivity. Okay, well, now that we know that, let's go back to the article. <laughs> all right, let's so see. They're saying they protect kids, but but we're okay. All right, so let's read what he says here. Okay, um, uh, a San Francisco-based child protection organization, Walker, who uses the pronouns they, them, is... Guys, can we just not... Can we just, you know, at what... Oh, my God, listen to this sentence. You've got to be kidding. Walker, who uses the pronoun they, them, was discussing their book, a long, dark shadow, minor attracted people and their pursuit of dignity okay all right wow i feel like we could spend a lot of time on this unpacking this <laughs> well pedophile the, is too stigmatized this university employs a professor no, no no go back go go back to, to to the thing we were just uh, this university employs a person a dude who has a book called a long dark shadow, minor attracted people and their pursuit of dignity. I think he might be. A, I think a minor sh- attracted. Shut person. the university down. The yeah. university deserves to not be a university for this reason right here. Um, let's see. In a statement Tuesday, no. Let's see. Go go up. What did he say? Uh, when they insisted it's important to use the terminology of instead of pet. What? They're trying to use oh, minor attracted people. Minor attracted of people needs to be used instead of pedophile because it's less stigmatizing. All right, go down. Yeah. Okay, let's see. In a statement Tuesday, the school said it placed Walker on administrative leave. Re- re- reaction to Dr. Walker's research and book have led to concerns for their safety and that of the campus. Furthermore, the controversy over Dr. Walker's research has uh, disrupted the campus and community environment and is interfering with the institution's mission of teaching and learning. I want to state in the strongest term possible that child sexual abuse is morally wrong and has no place in our society. Wow. Go down. Is there a comment from this guy? Oh, wow. Look at him. From they, you mean. No, I don't. (laughs) I mean him. Uh... Oh, okay, here we go. Here is his uh, statement. Walker had acknowledged that the use of the term minor attracted persons, or MAPS, suggests to some that it's okay to be attracted to children, but said any labeling anyone who anyone wholly by their sexual desires doesn't indicate anything about their morality. What about animals? Uh, if you are an adult attracted to a child, you deserve to die. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I said I said it. Uh, you, you know, or 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 go to prison for the rest of your life. Uh, well, you know what? No, that I I don't know. It's so bad to me. Like, what did Theo Vaughn say? Pedophile non-practicing? Uh-huh. I mean, I guess you can have a desire and not act on it. Okay, fine. But if you touch a child and you're an adult, I have no sympathy whatsoever. None. No sympathy at all. If you don't deserve the death penalty, you deserve to go to prison, of which they will handle the death penalty part for oh, yeah. you. All right. He says, from... My perspective, shouldn't it be from our perspective if you're they, them? See, these people can't even get it right their own way. From my perspective, there is no morality or immorality attached to attraction to anyone because no one can control who they're attracted to at all. In other words, it's not who we're attracted to that's either okay or not okay. It's our behaviors and responding to that attraction that are either okay or not okay. So you admit that being attracted to children is immoral. Right. Right? Like, isn't that admitting to the fact that you understand that that is a sickness right. that needs to be fit? Anyway, we've spent way too much time talking about this, but this is just crazy. Crazy. It's crazy to me that the university has this person employed anyway when they have a book. Uh, but, okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, okay. Quit calling murderers murderers. All right. Too. Oh, by the way, if you thought that was rough for your children to hear, if you have children listening in the car, put them away right now for this next New York Post article uh, because this one is not for the ears of children. Oh, boy. All right. Then I said this is odd news portion of the day. I already warned you. Okay, here this we go. Cool haircut, at it's least. the New York Post. This guy's got a Friar Tuck haircut. Man allegedly threatens to kill TSA agent after masturbating naked. (laughs) Oh, this we've got to find out more. Okay. A a Minneapolis man has been arrested for allegedly threatening to kill a TSA agent after stripping naked and masturbating in the airport. I will kill you. I will kill you. Uh, Frank Towers. 44. He, him. Uh, he, him, <laughs> has been charged with fourth-degree assault and threats of violence following the outburst in the check-in area at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Police saw Towers screaming that he was going to kill the TSA agent before he threw a stick. What is that? A stanchion line pole at airport employees. <laughs> when cops told him to move away, Towers allegedly refused and said he didn't have to because it's a free, it's a free country. country. Go down. This oh, is great. Man. This is great stuff. Police, uh, tase the man. <laughs> tase the man after start start uh, starting advancing on them. Oh, after he started advancing on them despite repeated warnings to stop. Where's the where's the masturbating part? Where where is that? Oh, so he, he then he, oh okay so, okay all right. So he threatened the TSA agent. He was bashing his head in on the the check in. Okay, uh, and then they button. and then they tase him, and then he took his clothes off and masturbated. Hey, he dressed again. He can't help who he's attracted to. He got to. a charge, I guess you could say. Should have just called himself a minor attracted person. He remains jailed in lieu of a $30,000 bond. Man, that is some kind of determination. You threaten to kill somebody, you get tased, you take all your clothes off, and you you just start tubing yourself. <laughs> Dang it, Frank. Yeah, tubing is the guy uh, from CNN that 
got mm-hmm. caught masturbating live on a Zoom call. I, ref- I, I, I am determined to make it a thing. It's going to be called tubing it now. Um, okay. <coughs> All right. Is the New Year's Eve celebration back? Uh, Washington Examiner is posting one year after Times Square closed to the public on New Year's Eve due to the pandemic. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that this year's event is open to everyone, but people will have to show proof of exam uh, of, of examination of vaccination. Good luck. Well, then it's not really open to everyone, is it, you douche? Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if you've ever been to the New Year's Eve celebration in New York. There's not exactly like check-ins right There's you know no what i'm door saying you walk through. yeah like how are they going to do this is my question are they going to start three days early rounding people into times square you know like to get ready for this thing because they go through vaccination you know show me your papers mm-hmm. kind of stuff um crazy times man new york sucks now uh mm-hmm. I, and i was a fan of manhattan i really did i liked going to manhattan i enjoyed cool times square I enjoyed the, you know, it being alive all night long like I did, and and it's ruined it for me. New York was one of my favorite places to visit once upon a time. Uh, but we got lots of things to talk about. You're welcome for this first part of the uh, of the show. Uh, now it's time, speaking of uh, meat, uh, oh. let's get into Good Ranchers. All right, guys, I've talked about this time and time and time again. Uh, the U.S. ranch, the U.S. rancher is under attack. Thousands of U.S. ranches have closed over the years due to 80% of the meat that you buy in grocery stores is imported. So what they do is they import meat from China and Australia and all this stuff, and then they package it in America, and then it'll say U.S. beef That's messed up. and stuff because of the new tax laws. So you're actually eating Australia and China meat. Stop eating China meat and eat American meat by going to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Right now, you can get 10 free bistro fillets. And in addition, if you subscribe, you will save $25 off each subscription box of mouthwatering American meats for life. These boxes will show up on schedule right to your door every single month or every two weeks if you eat that much steak and chicken. Right now, get 10 Free bistro fillets. That's a $100 value. Free express shipping. That's probably another $100 value. Mm-hmm. And $25 off your monthly subscription for life at GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Again, support the companies that support us. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right. Let's see. Could the U.S. run out of money? Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about it. The New York Post is reporting that the U.S. could run out of cash as soon as December 15th. All right, let's read this. Janet Yellen warns. Goodness. Good Lord. She looks like an evil. She looks like the person that Harry Potter ran away from to go to Hogwarts. (laughs) Looks like she lives in a cave. (laughs) (laughs) That's a wig, too. There's no there. That is a wig. She looks like if Velma had never married from Scooby-Doo and uh, was kicked off the team, Yeah, and there she is. Or Velma's mom. There it is. Okay, let's go down and read what she says. I apologize for making fun of her looks. Uh, let's see. The U.S. government could run out of cash and be forced to default on its debt. 
if lawmakers fail to raise the debt ceiling by December 15th. Ladies and gentlemen, look, we've talked about this all the time. And later this week, we're going to have a economics expert come in and talk to us about inflation. Uh, we don't have the money. Like, like we don't, we don't have the money. In fact, there's a lot of people that are saying that the best thing that could happen to America right now is to just let the government shut down. Yeah. Because these people want to raise the debt ceiling so they can have more room to print more money that we do not have so we can obtain more debt to metaphorically fund the government longer. Right. Uh, let's see. Many Republicans have said they won't cooperate on any effort to raise the debt ceiling come December, saying that the U.S. needs to rein in its out-of-control spending if the debt ceiling isn't raised, the Treasury would likely be forced to prioritize certain payments like Social Security. The cutting of certain programs would likely fall disproportionately on elderly and poor. Mm. Raising the debt limit would not authorize any new spending, but rather let government issue new debt. Okay, real quick, can we talk about Social Security? Social Security was never meant to be a forever thing. It was never, that, that was not why Social Security was created there also is a certain amount of you have to prepare for your own life right yeah for sure uh, there also is a certain amount of children uh who have good parents and all this stuff you know the, the 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 way of life maybe i'm naive here the way of life works you're born your parents take care of you you go off you form you form your own life your parents get old. If your parents need your help, you help your parents. And then so on and so on and so on. Simply saying what about Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid payments and all this stuff is the reason why we're just going to keep throwing the country into perpetual debt is not the answer. In fact, did you know that the majority of all of our spending budgets, the majority of that money goes to... um like social uh equity programs no, yes exactly like social security mm -hmm. medicare medicaid literally over half of the spending bills Dang. it's out of control so shut it down baby shut it down big daddy i'm serious come on where's <laughs> theo vaughn gang baby let's go shut it down show these Tell every single person that's in D.C. right now, you ain't getting paid. You want to worry about Social Security and people getting their Medicare payments and all this stuff? You don't get a paycheck because you're not doing your job. Yeah. Isn't part of the job of Congress to, like, pass a spending bill? Like, isn't that? We have not had an actual budget in 15 years, like a real one. Shut it down. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm over it, man. Like, literally, the article says, we will run out of cash. We're already out of cash. We just printed more cash and put us in more debt. So they want to raise the debt ceiling so we can print more cash that we don't have. So we can live. It's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. It is like living off a credit card, knowing that you actually don't have any money to pay off the credit card 30 days from now. Yeah. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. That's why I love American Express cards. Now, I'm, I'm sorry for plugging American Express, but I love American Express cards because you can spend however much money you want. 
but you better pay that dude in 30 days or guess what? You're in some serious trouble. This is where everybody gets in trouble. Americans in general, you get a credit card, like a $10,000 limit, and then you spend 10 grand immediately. And then you're paying off that with, you know, 25% interest rate for the next seven years, trying to pay that $10,000 off. This is what the government is doing. Anyway, uh, speaking of spending, we want to know what's in our infrastructure bills and where your taxes are going. Um, why do we even have a White House if Joe Biden spends all his time in Delaware? Joe Biden has been known. He works like three-day work weeks and all this stuff, and he goes to Delaware a lot. 25 trips to Delaware in 10 months. Okay, so hold on. Hold on one second. So let's see here. Uh, 10, 10. Okay. He's been in office for 10 months. There are four weeks in a month. So that's 40 weeks. He has been to Delaware 25 times. So over half of the time he's been in office, he's been in Delaware. This is simple math, ladies and dudes. I'm telling you, $3 million has been spent just on Secret Service coverage alone for him to spend over half the amount of time that he's been president in Delaware. He's been in office 10 months. There's four weeks in a month. Four times 10, that's 40. He's been to Delaware 25 times. Come on, man. What in the world? Hello? (laughs) What are we? He's just the president. He's just the president. I just spit everywhere. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's just the president. It's the peas, man. The peas and the the, the, the peas. It just, anyway. (laughs) All right. Uh, However, this is an interesting article from The Hill. We all know that Biden is a dementia patient that literally could collapse at any moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a poll given by The Hill finds that Americans are divided on Biden's mental health and mental fitness. Let's see what the poll says. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Okay, the Politico Morning Consult survey found that 40% of respondents either somewhat or strongly agreed Biden is in good health, while 50% disagreed well that would say the majority says that he's mentally unfit but who are the mentally unfit 40 percent of people that are saying you know what i think he's got it who i don't even want to know who are these mouth breathing degenerates that look at joe biden and say you know what that dude's making a lot of sense right there uh Let's see. Meanwhile, 40%, 44% of registered voters who took part in the survey said they approved of Biden's performance in office. Just more than half, 53% disapproved, yes. and 3% said they either did not know or had no opinion. These are the people that live in the woods that just happened to be going through town that day yeah. to get food. That's BS. Um, let's see. They consulted 2,000 people. That's actually a really... You know, as far as how many people they normally poll, that's actually a pretty large poll. Most of the time, it's less than 500 people. I wish they would say where it was. Like, it just says voters. registered voters. Yeah. Um, San Francisco. How do 40% of people think that Joe Biden is mentally all there? These are the questions that I have. See, most people would be like, oh, you know, half the country is waking up. 
Yeah, but you got 40% of the country that's stupid. And no, and the river ain't just uh denial ain't just a river in Africa. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. Okay. All right. There's more stuff about Biden. And then is it time to break up and disband the FBI? Yeah. Maybe. But before we do that, let's get into a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Biden just passed the infrastructure bill. The economy is in the absolute tank. Inflation is up to 6.2%. Your money, your buying power, your dollar is meaning less and worth less and less and less. So that's why I've partnered with Birch Gold Group. It's the company that I trust with precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. And right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a money-making scheme. This is about protecting what is yours. Maybe you got a little money saved up. Maybe you've worked really hard for that 10 grand that's sitting in the bank. Do you really want Biden to screw it up? And ruin it for you? Or do you want to invest in something that could protect your money? This comprehensive, all you want to, they don't even want any money from you. They just want to inform you. And all you have to do is text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. Once you do that, they will give you a comprehensive 20-page kit revealing how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k or your savings out of volatile stocks and bonds. There's zero cost and zero obligation to request this info, so why wait? Text the word GRAHAM to 989898. Again, it's free. Do not wait. Text the word GRAHAM to 989898. All right, let's see here. Okay. Should Biden get communion? Uh, everybody knows that Biden uh, claims to be a Catholic. Um, and there has been a huge debate, even all the way to the Pope, about whether or not Biden should be allowed to receive communion over the fact that he is pro-abortion. Whereas Catholics are the most adamant anti-abortion mm -hmm out there so let's see here let's see if we can read a little bit the u.s roman catholic bishops on tuesday well that was yesterday okay this is old so yesterday uh oh they started debating okay that's why we hadn't heard whether or not they're debating whether president joe biden's support for abortion rights should disqualify him from receiving communion an issue that has deepened rifts in the church since the democrat took office at their assembly in Baltimore, the bishops are scheduled to discuss a document clarifying the meaning of Holy Communion, a sacrament <laughs> central to the faith. What is it, the Bible? Yeah. What document are you going to look at there? Uh, Thou shalt not kill. It's pretty clear. Anyway, the bishops have been divided over how explicitly the document should define the eligibility of prominent Catholics like Biden to receive communion due to political stances that contradict church teachings you mean we should hold people that claim to be catholics or christians accountable to the very standards of which those religions rely on what what you mean that's what we should do no oh man this is more than i thought <laughs> some 55 percent of u.s u.s catholics believe abortion should be legal 
in all or most cases compared to the 59% of the general population. That is That's not much. super crazy yeah. because Catholics, Catholicism, I mean, that that's crazy to me. Pew Research survey conducted in April. Uh, Biden, the first Catholic U.S. president since John F. Kennedy, has said he personally opposes abortion but supports a woman's right to choose. <laughs> nice answer. That, I don't like it, but whatever. That contradicts itself. You can't say that. I'm personally opposed to mur- to murder, but if Michael Myers wants to do what Michael Myers that's, does, that's right. Michael going to be Michael. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. You Has can't. no stance. Those two things. Yeah, so basically you're indifferent and you're a cow. I don't know. I'm not a Catholic, right? So, you know, I mean, we have communion as, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Christians, uh, you know, but, but Catholic. Catholicism holds the sacrament, as they call it, as such this high regard. Uh, I mean, it's a very serious thing in Catholic. It's, you know, Holy Communion. Um, I don't know. I think that's very interesting that Joe Biden is screwing up so many things that now the freaking Catholic Church is uh, is divided over Joe Biden. Like, only Joe Biden could be such a horrible president that the Catholic Faith is having to reassess things because of him. Um, Okay, moving on. (laughs) If you're Catholic, email me, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Do you think that Joe Biden should be refused the Holy Sacrament due to the fact that he's pro-murdering babies? Um, Let me know what you think. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. All right. This is breaking news as of yesterday. At 3 o'clock yesterday, the House Judiciary GOP broke with a Facebook whistle, uh, Facebook, sorry, I apologize. A FBI whistle, there's so many whistleblowers coming out of here lately. An FBI whistleblower disclosing explosive documents showing the FBI is using counter-terrorism tools to investigate parents. <clears throat> let's open this, let's open this up and let's see here. This is an official document, uh, the Honorable, ugh, Merrick Garland, Attorney General. Dear General Garland, last month during your testimony before the Judiciary Committee, you testified the Department of Justice and Federal Bureau of Investigation were not using federal counterterrorism tools to target concerned parents at local school board meetings. We are now in receipt of a protected disclosure from a department whistleblower showing that the FBI's counterterrorism division is compiling and categorizing threat assessments Related to parents, including a document directing FBI personnel to use a specific threat tag to track potential investigation. This new information calls into the question the accuracy and completeness of your sworn testimony. Who sent this? Go up. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan sent it. Ladies and gentlemen, the FBI is using counterterrorism tools to investigate you for standing up for your children against school boards, trying to indoctrinate your kids with CRT and uh, transgender studies and pornographic material uh, being taught in your schools, which Joanne Reed just the other day said it wasn't any big deal because the kids are doing it anyway, Mm -hmm. so you might as well just teach it to them. (laughs) Again, I don't want to just breeze over this because it's such a new finding, I need you to hear me very clearly when I say this to you. America, the FBI 
is using counterterrorism tools to investigate, tag, and categorize threats of parents who are going against school boards. Scare the hell out of you. The FBI. It's it's crazy. There's no other way to put it. Like I don't even know what else to say. Like like this it's is like a, they want a this rival. is an FBI whistleblower. This this didn't get reported by the New York Post. No, this is from members of Congress to Attorney General Garland saying, "Hey, what the crap? You said that you weren't doing it, but now these documents show us that in fact that you are." I could be on that list for all I know. You listening could be on that list. If you've participated in a school board meeting or you've spoken out against school boards, you could be on a threat list with the FBI right now, categorized by how dangerous they think that you are. All because you want to have influence over what your children are learning. Crazy crazy time is it just is it time to disband the fbi um <clears throat> maybe because the fbi is kind of sucks yeah here lately whatever happened to uh Comey? no the dude who killed that chick the fbi couldn't find and then they found pieces of him in uh, florida uh we're, we're all over that now it's just a quick distraction nobody cares no one cares nobody cares what happened freaking uh, <sighs> We just needed to get distracted for a second. I just, I just don't understand. I, 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 I don't get it. It's like they're wanting some kind of rebellion or some kind of, you know. All right, let's get into Kyle Rittenhouse again. Like I said, there may be an emergency broadcast podcast after you're listening to this one today. We have no idea when a verdict is going to come down. They just started deliberations again. They just started day two of deliberations. What time is it? Yeah, six minutes ago as of the time that we're filming this podcast. So uh, our our commitment to you is that we will have an episode immediately once a verdict is rendered. Um, but until then, we have to move on. So let's get into a sponsor. All right, it's time to start thinking about the holidays. And the first item on your list needs to be iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm in the comfort, safety, and privacy of your own home. In other words, without old Joe sniffing over your shoulder. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this gives law-abiding gun owners a better way to train regularly. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammunition. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet in your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you have nothing to worry about. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10%. Plus... Get free shipping with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com, offer code Graham. All right. Uh, let's see. The Rittenhouse uh, trial yesterday, a huge, huge thing came on. Go back to what Tim Poole said. All right. Yesterday, it was found out that the prosecution withheld a high-definition drone surveillance video from the defense. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I know for a fact that you are required 
to let the defense know everything All your evidence. that you have that yeah. you're going to be using. And any time that you find something new, you have to allow them time mm-hmm. to review it and have a defense, et cetera, et cetera. It is now known that the prosecution... It, Go to the article first, and then we'll read uh, what Poole said. All right, let's scroll down. This is the Daily uh, Mail.uk. It's like all pictures. God almighty, what is happening here? (laughs) Daily Mail, you got to do better on your stuff. Okay, yeah, so this is showing, oh, oh, no. Someone peeing on someone. (laughs) Okay, all right, I don't know what's going on with the article. Basically, it's like this. There is a low definition. Oh, here we go. Prosecutors in the Kenosha shooter trial withheld evidence from the defense that was at the center of their case. Uh, Only sharing the high definition footage on which they have hung their prosecution after the trial had concluded. Oh, okay. So basically, here we go. All right. This is a very poorly written email by uh, whoever wrote this. Okay. This is what happened. There is drone aerial footage of the exact moment of Kyle Rittenhouse in the shooting event. Mm -hmm. The only thing that was shared in the trial with the defense was the non-HD version of the drone footage, making it not impossible, but difficult to see what had happened. The prosecutors had the HD version, which clearly shows... Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't waving his gun around. He wasn't aiming it at people. None of that stuff. Literally, their entire case was around him being an antagonist against all of this, right? But this HD video surveillance footage, go back to the Tim Pool tweet, um, uh, shows that that's not the case, but they withheld it until after the trial was, was over. So Tim Pool put this out, and he says, If the judge is holding his ruling on this for the verdict, leftists will go insane. It seems more likely the judge will allow it, and we have no more fair trials. So basically, I agree with Tim Poole. Why has this not been brought up? Why is, why, excuse me? You have an HD video footage of the video footage that is the center of your case, and you did not submit it into evidence? For the, process, or for the defense to be able to look at it and be able to dissect it and dissect your case apart and you wait till the trial is over before you hand it over? Why would that be happening? Well, maybe this is why. Um, if you go to where we're at now, there we go. So the Daily Wire is reporting that the Rittenhouse judge is receiving hundreds of vile messages wishing the most heinous homicide on his kids and threatening his own life. It's insanity. Remember what we talked about yesterday? Um, That we no longer have a blind justice system. It's because of things like this. I don't care how strong of a moral character you are, male or female. If you are a person... And hundreds, if not thousands of people are threatening death, harm on you and your family. You really think that that's not going to have any kind of effect whatsoever on your decision making? A lot of these might be people within the community of where you live. Yeah, This judge lives in the community of Kenosha, right? Like he goes out to eat dinner 
Uh, his, his kids go shopping and all this other kind of stuff. Um, there are no more blind, fair, fair trials anymore. Period. The end. And it's very, very, very sad. Um, I still think that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be acquitted, but the jury is taking a little while. Uh, a well, lot of people are panicking. That they're getting death threats, too, and they're being forced into the mob's ruling. Well, you know, th they'll claim that, you know, they've been cut off from society. But again, they're not stupid. Yeah, they weren't sequestered. Just like in the in the Derek Chauvin thing, they finally admitted after the verdict. They're like, yeah, we know for a fact they said they'd cut our head off yeah. if we didn't do it the way that they told us to do it. Um, I thought Chauvin would be like the blood sacrifice for everybody to be like, okay, the justice system does work, but you know, this is still about race somehow. Well, I, I found some info for everybody that's freaking out about the fact that it's taking a little while, but before we get into that, let's get into our final sponsor. All right. Fall is here. And with the cooler weather comes flu season. Remember that? Actually, I was watching the Georgia Tennessee game the other day and they said, you ready for this? They said that half the team was on IVs because they had the flu. No way. So not only did they admit they had the flu, they were letting them play on the field while having the flu. Just as deadly. Anyway, Field of Greens is unlike any other superfood from Brickhouse Nutrition. It's real USDA organic fruits and vegetables packed with antioxidants, and it can support heart health metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion, plus it's pre- and probiotic. It's great for everyone in your family, and unlike other nutritional drinks, which rely on only one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with 18. Go to BrickHouseGram.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M at checkout. Available in regular, wild berry, and now lemon, lime, BrickHouseGram.com. That's BrickHouseGram.com, promo code GRAM. All right, so is it a bad sign that the jury has not reached a verdict yet? Well, I found an interesting article that actually uh, talks about this. So a lot of people are freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, uh, what, what is going on with, you know, the trial? What is going on with this? Uh, you know, what is happening? So I did some research as to, uh, you know, deliberations, right? What does it mean? Blah, 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 blah. And so I found this article in versustexas.com, which I thought was pretty interesting. And it says, uh, how long are jury deliberations? There is no set time for jury deliberations. Once testimony has concluded and the jury has been given the charge, the judge's written instructions on the law, which by the way, is 37 pages Dang. for this jury. 37 pages for this jury, which by the way, Kyle Rittenhouse had to choose out of, because there were 18 jurors and he had to choose out of a bucket, mm -hmm. uh, the 12. Um, but anyway, jurors will go behind closed doors where they will deliberate in secret until they reach a unanimous decision about a defendant's guilt or innocent. This can take five minutes, five hours, five days, or five weeks. So that's another thing most people don't realize is that it has to be unanimous. Mm -hmm. Like, right? Um, what's the longest jury deliberation in history? <laughs> Official statistics aren't kept on jury deliberations, but in 2003, a jury in Oakland, California deliberated 
for 55 days before acquitting three police officers. Mm. Okay, in 2006, a jury deliberated for six days before convicting Reverend Terry Hornbuckle of sexually assaulting three women. All right, predicting verdicts based on length. Some believe short deliberations mean jurors have found the defendant guilty, while longer deliberations mean they are leaning towards acquittal. So actually, it's the exact opposite of what people think. Statistically speaking, the longer it takes, the better it seems to be for the defendant. Uh, let's see. A Minnesota jury deliberated. Oh, yeah. Okay, so case in point, Derek Chauvin. They deliberated uh, 10 hours yeah. before convicting Derek Chauvin. Felt like an hour. Uh, but it took a federal jury four days uh, to find Paul Manafort guilty of eight counts of financial crimes. Mm. It took a jury two and a half hours to find Eddie Ray Ralph guilty of capital murder. <laughs> two hours. Uh, th- that's taxes for he you, buddy. It. He did it. Uh, it probably took him that long to fill out the paperwork. Anyway, after 35 hours of deliberation over nine days, a California jury acquitted actor Robert Blake of killing his wife, Bonnie Lee Bakley. Uh, a Florida jury deliberated for 16 and a half hours before acquitting George Zimmerman in the death of Trayvon Martin. Interesting. Uh, a Florida jury deliberated for less than 11 hours before acquitting Casey Anthony. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Uh, here, oh, we just talked about this the other day. A California jury deliberated for less than four hours before acquitting O.J. Simpson. Before acquitting, okay. Of murder. Well, yeah, you did. So there's a little, no, I, I'm just saying like it goes both it, ways. It goes back and forth. Yeah. Statistically, the longer it takes, most likely it means an acquittal. Not always. Yeah. But. You know, the 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 percentage, I guess, yeah. leans towards the other side. Uh, a Texas jury deliberated eight days before acquitting Dallas County Commissioner John Wiley Price of bribery and mail fraud. So the truth is, we don't know. And we're sitting here on pins and needles just like everybody else. And uh, that's it. That's all we got for this show today, ladies and gentlemen. So, like we said... We are sitting, waiting to go on the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, just like you are. Make sure to share this podcast. Tell your friends to subscribe. Every single one of you has a cell phone. Send this podcast to three people. Tell them to subscribe to the show. Leave us five stars. Leave us a review. It helps us in the polls. God bless you guys, and we'll see you all again next time. See you.